Thank you for tuning into the Hope When There Was None podcast. And here we share stories to educate you, to empower you and inspire. So thank you for listening and tuning in. Please do me a favor and share if you have a favorite episode, or maybe you think somebody else that needs a dose of positivity and to maybe break open some of the darkness, let there be light. So thank you again for all of your support and encouragement. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hi, good morning. It's Melinda from Hope When There Was None. How are you doing? I am coming on for the month of October to talk about all things related to abuse. October is Domestic Violence Awareness Month. And so I've been coming on live to discuss different topics. Maybe it's a topic that someone's asked me to or just something that I've been thinking about. So we're going to talk about flying monkeys. Now we're not talking about the ones, the creepy ones from The Wizard of Oz, but it is based on that. So what you had, if you aren't familiar with the movie, or maybe you are, is you have these monkeys and they're kind of like the sidekicks to, good morning, to the Wicked Witch. And what they do is they target innocent, innocent people beings and uh, they just do the nasty work for the wicked witch so that's basically what they are these could be your neighbors okay so you're, you just left this person now these people might be well-intentioned or they could be totally complicit uh, they could be your neighbors your friends your family siblings uncle aunt so on and so on this, you know, grandma, grandpa, everything that you can think of, anybody that you can think of could be a flying monkey. Now, what they'll do is, again, you have these well-meaning people and you have ones that are complicit. They know that this is wrong. They know that you're being abused and yet they're still backing. It seems like they're backing on the side. Hey, Miss Shelley. How do you get, well, you know, I found, uh, and I'll even put a link there. I found a blog entry from somebody um, that I really like. So I'll put that in the comments and I'll give you, I'm kind of doing a little bit of um, what she did, she or he did. And I'll go ahead and I'll talk about that. But that's what they do. They will go ahead and um, they're kind of ganging up. So I'm sorry, Miss Shelley, that you're going through that. Um, but they will gang up on you and they will, you know, just... It's almost like some of them don't even want to hear your side of the story that the, the you know ah, that sort of thing they also have some deniability with that things ever happen to you and that's just what happens and sometimes again it's well-meaning they feel sorry for the person and i know i saw this myself in my with my stepdad i just remember my mom crying a lot when she was going through her separation from him and i was 12 at the time but I can remember her talking with somebody on the phone. I don't know who it was. I think it might have been my grandma just saying, well, you don't know what he did and you don't know the story. And she started telling her. And as she's going along, of course, she's really, really emotional. But later on, I know we went to her house and she just gave her a big hug. And I heard her say, well, I didn't know. So this is what can happen. A lot of these times, these abusers, these narcissists are very, very good. They can make you believe that you are the abuser. And this has happened. And I know this, I've had this happen to myself as well. So again, you can have somebody that's positively, intentionally doing this to you. And you can have somebody that's negatively in, in, you know, intentionally doing this to you as well. And they will go ahead and um, let's just dive into this a little bit more. So somebody that's willing. So what does it look like? So when you are seeking support over 
let's say it's your abusive situation and you go and talk to your friends, your family and so on and so on. And you're telling the truth. Now you could have somebody that is a family member and they are totally, let's just say this is your abuser. They're totally telling untruths. They're not, they're telling lies and they're doing this falsely saying that maybe you have behavior problems, maybe that you're the abuser or perhaps you've had infidelity and, and it's all you, 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 you're falsely you might have a teen that's falsely saying, oh, my parents beat me, and they don't, and CPS is called. Uh, you could have a manager or a coworker say that you're not doing the work that you're supposed to be doing, or you you just, they are taking credit for all the work, and, uh, you know, maybe just bad-mouthing as well. They're a slacker and so on, and people are starting to believe that person, and they look at you in poorly in light. So you can see it's not just in your home abusive situation it can be broad as well so it's very powerful to have that sort of control over a person and you it forces you to become defensive and in becoming defensive sometimes it almost looks like you are the bad guy because you, you know even though you're attempting to go ahead and make the, the right choice and say hey wait a minute this isn't happening sometimes it casts doubt on you and i know that's so hard too and um you know, just to try to deflect from that abuser. It's very hard to do this. Just to, because people act irrational. They really do. They will act irrational. They can be very cruel as well to another person. And, but I you know your abuser in the background is just like kind of laughing there. They're really enjoying this. But this happens pretty often, unfortunately, whether it's deliberate or not deliberate and kind of like gossipy too. So what a person can do is not to believe everything they've been told. There's two sides of the story, especially if it's a person that is a known abuser, you may want to go to that person and say, the other victim and say, okay, I'm hearing these false things. Uh, yeah, I think gray rocking monkeys would be very good to do. Definitely, definitely. Because a lot of times you're not going to change what they're thinking. They're they might have a lot of those same narcissistic patterns as the abuser as well. So yes, definitely gray rocking. Try not to lose your temper. And I know that's going to be hard. You can control, um, you can't control what the reaction is, but you can control your own. So try and keep that in check. You have power over your own words, okay? And I know that's so hard and you have power over your, your reactions to this too. Good morning, Miss Elizabeth. So, of course, you don't want to sit still all the time and have, especially if you're in a room full of people that are having criticisms, it might be good just to leave the room or leave that situation just to go, not to fire back, especially if you have a lot of these flying monkeys around you. If it's a flying, if it's a flying, if it's a situation when you're in a family, uh, maybe it's a holiday or something, try to remove yourself. And I know that's going to be heartbreaking and it's going to be hard, but removing yourself from this situation is sometimes your best bet. Don't make promises any kind of um, commitments that might hurt any of your relationships going forward with people that you trust. Maybe somebody you have good company with, you don't want to make promises or anything like that. No one that really truly loves you and you have a healthy relationship with you is going to walk away from your relationship. If they know you well enough, they will. But of course, sometimes these narcissists are really good. They're very smooth talking. And uh, again, they can sell you an elephant when you're just going in for a, a trip to the zoo. Now, if you know somebody that is, that has, like, let's say it's grandma that you're having these issues with. Well, you don't want to ask grandpa to go ahead and say, hey, please 
tell grandma to retract her accusations, he's probably going to side with grandma. This person is probably never going to own up to it and say, yeah, I lied. I did. I didn't tell the truth. They are probably never going to say, yeah, I made some untruths here. Or I said this and it's honestly this. They're probably never, ever going to do that, unfortunately, which is sad. But don't blame yourself for this. It's not your fault. Your responsibility is for your own truth and words, not for someone else's. More than likely, they're adults. And sadly, they don't act like it, but they're adults and they should be able to to mind the words and just some people aren't built that way and I don't know why and even your own kids when it's your own children it's even more hurtful because it's like you're from my loins you know why are you doing this and I, I know we had some times where there was some words that were said and like you are part of me you're part of my blood and it really does hurt yeah it really does so verify anything so what to do verify everything so let's say you're a third party looking in verify everything that you can. And this is why I try not to gossip with, I try and I say try. There's a lot of things I try not to do. I try not to get into a mix of gossip. If I hear gossip, I try and leave the room. Uh, or if I hear gossip and you can't get away, there's been instances where you just can't go. Okay. I heard their side of the story. Well, I do go to the other person's like, you know, I heard this. So is it true? You know, cause I want to know. And I'm nosy. <laughs> so I do. I want to know, okay, is this really true? Is what they're saying really true? So keep in touch with those, with your loved ones. And try and tell them about um, anything, any problems, any issues that you're going through. Now, is this situation because it's an abusive situation? Is it a narcissist? You don't want to do finger pointing, of course, like that. But you do want to politely refuse to engage in anything without fighting about it. Again, just remove yourself from the conversation. It could be unhealthy. It could be dysfunctional. And you don't have time for that, right? So you want to try and have a healthy balance and keep yourself at a healthy distance from people that are trying to manipulate. And maintaining that self-control is so hard. It really is. And it does take power in order to demonstrate that you're not going to be manipulated like this and you're not going to take it as well. So again, this might be for a season. You might have to say, okay, I, I can't be with you right now. I can't be in the mix. I, I can't. And it's just for a season, okay? It might be for a month. It could be for three months. It might be for years where you might have to put this distance on yourself from these people. And maybe in time, they'll actually see that person who's starting to spread these lies for what they are. They might have to see it for their own in their own truth, their own eyes. They might have to see that. So, and they don't need any further fuel on the fire. Seek counseling, of course, talk to a friend, talk to a licensed professional about this supportive people that you can trust and you know that love you and you can trust and they are going to become flying monkeys and go back and tell your abuser or whoever it is. So, but pay close attention of who and how your loved ones talk about you or about other people, especially about other people, because more than likely they're going to be talking behind your back too. We don't want that to happen. We want them to praise you and give you we don't want you them to if they're firing back if you know that they're gossipy more than likely they're gossiping about you too so if it's something that you don't believe it's true again just state your truth you know maybe they said that they saw you steal some gum at the store and you're like well wait a minute i paid for that gum so just state it once don't keep telling the people because it's going to fall on deaf ears so you just want to tell them once once okay always wanted to ask how long they were married to him, but it never works. Yeah, so it's like beating a dead horse. Isn't that what they say, that the right thing? <laughs> really, girl, it's, it is. It's just sometimes 
no matter what it you just and I know I've had this happen too it's like I, I'm told the same story I told my truth so many times and it just falls on deaf ears so and I know it's really hard and it's very hurtful but um, I got a massage here oh it's from the weather channel you know those things are important so again abusers don't they're going to they're going to twist whatever they they do and they don't need a victim necessarily they sometimes they just need an audience unfortunately a lot of our our abusers are just doing this for the drama not only that the control so um they will unfortunately sometimes any poor innocent person that's around they'll go ahead and they'll grab that attention and say a bunch of things that are, are untrue i'm sorry girl that you're going through that yeah, it just, you might need time. And, and a lot of these things, I had to go and fall on my knees. Most of everything, I had to go to my knees and in prayer and just ask God what to do about it. And just ask him for to heal the situation, too. And, um, you know, just to help open those eyes and those ears to see the truth. And that was always my best defensive, is just to go to the Lord and tell him what my issues were. And to open their eyes and their hearts and to soften their hearts, too. But again, it might be just for a season, and I hope so. I hope it's just a little bit of time, and it doesn't make that hurt go away, and it doesn't make it any less. So this is about flying monkeys. I can't remember what I was going to talk about tomorrow. I don't remember. It's gone. But uh, covert abuse. I actually have a video on that. I'll post it here. I had did a wonderful uh, interview with somebody. Now, that was one of my first interviews, if you're going to go view that. So you might see us smiling a lot. You might see us laughing a lot. There's a couple, I know I've had some people say, hey, you're always smiling or laughing during your videos, and it's about abuse. I've come a long way to heal. So if you see me laughing, with especially with a guest, it's because they get it. They understand some of the silliness, and now we can look back and like, well, that was what an ass or oh, I can't believe he did that. And we can actually joke about it. Of course, there's nothing to joke about with abuse. You have to get to that point to where there is some humor when you look back like, I can't believe he did that or she did that. And um, all you can do is laugh sometimes. All right. This is Melinda. I'm going to sign on off. Hope you have a great rest of your day. And Shelly, I'm praying for you. All right, girl. And Miss Elizabeth, I thank you for joining me. If you're watching this in a replay, do a hashtag fire emoji and um, leave me a comment. Have you ever had any flying monkeys in your situation? I'd love to know. Yes, I've, <laughs> Shelly, she's been a lot of time praying through clenched teeth, but God is okay with it. <laughs> thank you for that, that visual. <laughs> I think a lot of us have been there, girl. <laughs> All right. You have a great rest of your day. And I'll see you back here tomorrow. <laughs> Melinda, tuning out. Bye-bye.